please note that this episode was recorded on December 28th, so it's our final episode of the year 2023. Happy New Year to everyone, and please be on the lookout for more content here in 2024. Hi, and welcome to episode 107 of the Great Arms of Europe podcast. We're back, baby. My name's Andre. I'm your host, and joining me are my co-hosts, Antoine. What's up, man? What's going on? And uh, Osaid. What's up, dude? What up? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We've been away for so long. When you said it's episode 107, I was like, oh, I'm glad you <laughs> went back and checked what episode we're on. Because <laughs> I, no I, I literally <laughs> had to check twice. <laughs> I went back, checked it. I was like, hmm, okay, what episode number are we on? And then... Oh, wait, what episode number were we on? So I went back again and checked it. I'm actually going to double check again. Let's see. We are on. Yes, we're correct. Episode 107, this is. Uh, So what in the world? We haven't been all three together, I don't think, since like the summer. Thank crickets, man. (laughs) We've been on the hiatus, uh, getting some beauty sleep, um, getting some rest. Getting bigger, smaller, whatever the hell. I don't know. We just been away. <laughs> no, so so I've I I did two episodes with Leo Bilgren discussing U nineteen. My like my, fa- my failure of communication made us not record more episodes. <laughs> so I, I I've been a bit on a hiatus, but I w- I want to thank Leo for joining me in that project. I think he he did great, but. My my fault. We should have done a few more episodes, but that's on me. Yeah, aside, has been pumping out episodes every every other week. Doing his his thing. Want to talk more about that aside? I don't know what I'm doing actually. That far, it's like <laughs> half of the episode I just planned the day before. Hey man, a day before that's that's that's. Yeah. That's that's more than enough for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't planned. We kept the name. The, we kept the Instagram of the pod alive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it did. It did. We've been. Yeah, I don't know. We we haven't been really talking about nothing. We haven't been planning anything. We just been living life. Living uh, life. Uh, what are we talking about now? I, I I noticed after like months and months that Antoine he had just disappeared from our messenger chat. I was like, wait. <laughs> there, there's not a third user in this chat. What what happened? My man, I deleted so I deleted social media. I was like, I need I one, I, I hate Facebook. I, I hate it. Like, um so being away from it is just like, okay, cool. Uh it's fun. But yeah, I had to get off I had to get off Facebook. Um yeah, man, I almost I almost deleted IG too. Uh I was like I'm not sending you emails to talk to you. <laughs> You, you have my phone number aside, like that's true. Like a normal person, you can you can text my phone or you can call my phone. Should, but, should uh, we just create a text chain instead, I, so I we so. don't ever lose each other? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got, you're an Android kid, Andre. You're not the same. I don't think we can do that. <laughs> what? It doesn't matter. You, you can like text anyone, about, dude. You think? Yeah, I like we're talking about top secret missions and all that. But no, our, our group chats are very. Hey, when are we recording? Oh, who's free? Hey, when are we free? Like, that's our group chat. I think it's okay. Uh, we plan to record at 9, then Antoine wakes up like at 10. Yo, y'all woke me up. Y'all woke we, me up we, this morning. We, we chat shit, too. But, hey, what the hell has happened since the last time we were together? We have... Uh, Osaid had Nathaniel Robitai uh, on his show, uh, our main man, Roby. And he and his Ryan Fire, they won the ELF. So that's big. Oh, they uh, did? Yeah, they did yeah. indeed. Yeah, it, it, in U19, the Costa Crusaders, they kept on their dominant run and they secured a national title. Yeah, uh, like men among boys. Yeah, pretty much. And now the really latest thing is that our Swedish Super Series is going to look a hell of a lot different than it's done the past few years. You mean a hell of a lot better. Honestly. So, so let's let's get into it. We've got we've got the four teams who were in it in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the Mean Machines, reigning champions. We've got Teresa, uh, Elbow, and Costa. Mm-hmm. 
but we are doubling the size of the Super Series. We're adding four teams. Like both we've of the saying, we've been saying that shit on the pod since what? Oh, two years now. We've been saying it since the beginning that something like this needs to happen. Yeah. But who are, who are the teams that are joining? Because we have two teams that qualified their way there. That's mm. the Kupansta Predators, we're in, and mm-hmm. the Limhead Griffins, mm-hmm. our uh, main rivals, are joining us. And yep. two more teams have joined. How? Why? I don't know. But Because they needed eight. <laughs> we've got AIK because I guess they won it in and Sweet 3 said, sure, we want more teams, so you're in. And they've also invited and accepted the Oslo Vikings, the reigning Norwegian champions, to play in the Swedish Super Series. Yeah, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it like um like they did the uh Copenhagen uh, No, no, no. We actually do it right here. I think oh, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. So they're gonna they're gonna be allowed to play in the playoffs. I hope so. It shall go right. I I heard this discussion brought up, and I think the response was that they're a full participant. Okay, okay. I'm I'm not sure, which would be incredibly weird. Yeah, because that would be so strange if they do it like like they do the Raptors, where it's just like. You've done so well. You've only lost to one team, and you're you technically made the playoffs. But go home now. This is not this is not your this is not your cup to win. Yeah, no. I don't I, know how who invited AIK up there because they weren't that impressive. They, yeah, they probably extended the invite to Costcuga, and then Costcuga was like, "No, I think we want to win Division One." <laughs> Let's discuss that division. Decision that division is the most exciting. What what division? Division two teams playing called Skuga, who has the budget of a super series. So they have more sports. I'll let let's calm down. Let's calm down. So in division <laughs> in, in division one, there are five teams. We've got the we've got the Yotaboy Marvels and the Koskuga Wolves who are staying in division one. Uh, then we've got the Upsa no, not Uppsala are joining, but not yet. Upplandsbro Broncos and Jotobo Giants, they both mm-hmm. qualified their way from Division 1 up. And then somehow Uppsala just randomly has a team now. No, they, they qualify from Division 2 to move up. When? No, Uppsala didn't play Division No, no, no. I'm, you said you said, you said Uppsala and the Giants. Yeah. You, said they, you said they qualified from Division 1. They qualified from Division oh. 2. Oh. Yeah. They qualified for Division One from yeah. Division Two. Yeah, so both of them moved up the correct way, so to speak, and somehow Uppsala are just in there. I know they played together with Yavlin Division Two this past season. Yeah, um, so I, I'm not sure if Yavla are playing with Uppsala now that they're doing that kind of they, thing. They they probably will because they did. That's what they did. Um, that's what they did the year prior, not the not last year, but the year prior to that. They, they did the um, they did the same thing with. Uh, okay. What's Zona doing? They're playing with uh, Koskuga. Who now? Division two and Division one at point five. They're, they're the, 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 the rebels. The, the rebels. The rebels are playing with Koskuga. They've been they've been playing with Koskuga for like two two seasons now. This will be the third year that they're. Um, See, I'm not calling it Division One. It's two and a half because it's not one. It is one because you still have Koskuga and then you have um, the Marbles. Please. Marbles looked like a junior team. Listen, season. I don't care what they look like. They played in Division One last year. Uh, yeah, so the the Marvels were by far the worst team in <laughs> last year, uh, and like I I I don't think there's any anything you can say about that really but oh. f- fun thing <laughs> the, the only team that stooped down to their level was at points Koskuga. yeah but Koskuga, i told I, I said this on a pod last year Koskuga does this weird thing where they play they play down or up to the level of competition they're playing the only team that they didn't play up to was when they played you guys the predators and i was like i thought i was expecting a better game but you know, it, it wasn't, it was what it was. I always I mean, said it. You guys were out are there. good at beating tomato cans. Like, they yeah, beat really were... good. 
<laughs> yeah, but you guys were out there. You guys were out there running double pass plays, double reverse plays, and all that shit, looking like the Miami Dolphins against Costco uh, <laughs> last year. And I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> no, I, I think when we went on the road to Costco, we, we set the tone early. Like Costco's DBs, they could not hang with our skill position players at all. So Myron was dicing them up, and our receivers were running wide open. That, that that was really the the big thing in that game. And Koskuga's quarterback got thrown out of the game when he was playing safety in the second quarter. So <laughs> no, any chance of a comeback just ended and we kept going. So yeah. but um yeah that's 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 usually what happens, man. I mean the I know that I know the, the line positions are, are very valuable here in Sweden, but the DBs is, is next under that list. I think if you have good or bad DBs that will make or break uh your team. I don't know if this inside info about Swedish football, but no team has offensive linemen. Have you guys noticed? <laughs> they are moving. They are going to Finland. Besides Kolsta, probably everybody is lacking offensive lineman talent. I, I, I don't know how, uh, how, how things look for every other team. I do know our situation and... Uh, yeah, I don't want to say too much here, but <laughs> if there's one position where we need help, it's offensive line. As it looks like the Holy Spirit is lining up as a left tackle for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Osayid is a bit too dire right now. Said the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, 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 we're going to play up how weak our offensive line is going to be, that when we run out five decent offensive linemen during the season, everyone's going to be like, oh, shit, the Predators, they aren't terrible up front. Like, why did they lie on the podcast? Yeah. They... <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. A lot have happened last year since we talked last. Antoine, what? how's your feeling? Is there any career updates for you, buddy? No, man. Listen, <laughs> I got contracts sitting on the table with no signature on them, my man. You got one broke team trying to recruit you. I got, no, I got, I, it's just really up to me. I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out like, one, how much energy do I actually want to put into this, this upcoming season? So that's, that's like the major thing. And then, well, there's one option where I could put in the maximum amount of effort for no reward. We all know. We all know what that situation is. I'm not going to speak on that. We all know what that one is. And then there's there's other ones where it's just like, you know, they're close. They're close enough, close to home. So I could just play for one of those teams. But I don't want to. <clears throat> once I saw, once I saw, um, the Super Series update and then the Division One update, I kind of like backed off of my initial decision, which was going to. Call Skuga because I was just like I don't want to I don't want to play in Division Two pretty much because that's pretty much what it is I don't want to no no offense to any of the teams or any of the players um, playing in that division but I don't want to I don't want to spend potentially like one of my last years playing uh, lower competition and then yeah there's other options I could do I can go work out and for other teams that are closer to home so we'll see I don't know. Antoine revealing his uh, inner monologue about yeah, where, but it's, where it's, shall it's, I play? Yeah, because it's factual. It's like if you know you only have like two seasons, would you want to play in a lower division or, or would you want to play like in something you know bigger, fun, more fun, more more competitive? When, uh, when does Division Two schedule comes out? Like what? Teams I, are? I don't even think they have it. What teams are in here? No shopping. Uh, no, so so Division Two is not going to be playing until in the fall. So they're playing at the same time as like the U19s, not the rest of the seniors. Which Should we I, all play for a Division Two team together. Come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> what, what, what Division Two team is down there in the South? Hey, I'm not allowed in Carlson's team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Due to some... Personal reasons, I think. I don't know what. I don't know how to address that. Yeah. Am I allowed to talk about it, Andre? What do you mean? I, like I don't know what happened. I'm I'm banned from Callsum's headquarters, if I say so. Oh, I, I I'm not really aware of everything <laughs> that's going on there, but uh, yeah, it, it it would be nice if we had a a good relationship with Callsum, but it looks like it's not going to be happening at this moment. But yeah, 
Easter's probably having a team, so maybe we join them and be become a rocket. Oh shit! Yeah, we. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, what happened to them? They're uh, they're out because well, like <laughs> every driving force behind that team retired. So, <laughs> and I have a really good recruiter happened. No, so, no. So what 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 happened was that Easter they decided that okay we're not going to be able to have a team this year okay and then what happened is that we got two of their coaches and uh, like a handful of their players <laughs> okay nice 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 convenient yeah very, very convenient for us very <laughs> sad for uh, football in sweden <clears throat> my plan was i was tired of texting their players individually so I made a business decision. I'm like, okay, they had a good defense. Why don't I recruit their DC? And he mm. brought his entire defense with him. Hey, man. That's it. Hey, smart man. Smart smart business move. I outsourced that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I heard that, I heard they had a really good uh, flag football team down there in uh, Easter. So, yeah. Maybe. Are we doing something? Use? Are we having our own team or what are we doing? Now nah, we're we're gonna we're gonna make our own team, like individual teams no, or no 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 no, no 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 we're gonna make our own one team. We're gonna Grinders Viro. <laughs> no, that that sounds no. That sounds no. That sounds sus. Okay, I, I will design the unis. So uh, Osaid is just throwing around terms without explaining anything. Inside jokes <laughs> all over the place. He he. He named our new group chat on Instagram Grinders of Europe instead of Gridirons of Europe. I don't know why, but now he's suddenly bringing it up on the podcast. Everything is like normal. Aside just bringing in random shit without explaining. Yeah, I would tell you, so I was, work, I was working out last night. And then when you guys are writing in the group text, so my watch was like, uh, it was speaking, like Siri was speaking, um, saying the message. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, I was like, what the is grinders of Europe? Well, what is she talking about? And then I went back and saw the group chat. I was like, "Why did he name it Grinders of Europe? Like, what is what is happening?" <laughs> I even sure forgot about that. So Siri was like, "Grinders of Europe is writing." Andre says, "I was like, what is Grinders of Europe? Like, why is she? <laughs> what is she talking about?" <laughs> oh man, so it's hilarious. So that was that was me in the gym last night siri kept on saying grind is a pure how many players could you be max on a flag football team and dukes <clears throat> Isn't uh, like, i don't know i don't know but you can only have eight players you can have i think you have as many players as you want you can only have eight players on a field or whatever they will i, don't know. I think there's a limit weren't we, weren't we like five on the field i don't know we played in the whole um, tournament i still don't know the one reason. two three four i think we were five I, I only played two games and i remember i didn't have that many people to throw to look man yeah like i said we played a whole entire tournament last year and i i don't know any of the rules i i yeah, yeah. Should, 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 should one of us what? Should we should we actually try to make an effort to put together a good team this year? We had a good team. Everybody recruits one guy listen, or two. Listen, we had a good team last year. We just started putting pressure on our. We we just changed the whole formula of winning, and we started taking it seriously. And then that was the uh-huh. downfall of the team. <laughs> we can't take it seriously. Okay. But this year, I'm actually okay. Who designing the unis? You can design. I'm doing it. It's gonna be pink. You just, you just said you wanted to design the unis. I'm I'm down with pink. We can be the Pink Panthers. <laughs> Let's do it. No, if if, if any if anyone uh, within Quiv the Dukes or the flag football community are listening, please make sure we have this uh, tournament again. So uh, yeah, we will definitely we can, be there. We can put the grinders on the map. Jesus Christ, that might have to be our team name. Grinders oh, yeah, yeah. might have to be grinders of Europe. And that like who? who Something that was named Punching Pandas. We, they had some goofy ass names. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Some goofy ass names. But yeah, fun tournament. Fun time. So I guess so we probably not. So besides playing Division Two together, <laughs> I, I, I don't have to practice for Division Two. By the way, I'm not playing anymore. I'm fully retired now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you you moved into your your second career as a GM, right? Chapter two in life here. Yeah. So. Very excited, but 
See, I was so pissed because our media guy, I told him, like, yeah, write GM because our social media, the person who posts, mm. she does not know what GM stands for. She stands for, like, gay man or something like that. <laughs> so, like, the, the description of the picture said, like, yeah, also a young player from Kijuan stuff. The question is, will, will he be still playing? Like, what the heck what is she writing? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Osaid, everyone is always asking, Osaid, why aren't you playing? Osaid, are you going to play or not? So I I, I think it's a valid question. Listen, this is why, because Osaid is a a 100% flag football player. If I tell you about this tournament, again, he was having so much fun just standing around, twerking on the field, left and right. Every every two seconds, he was dropping his ass or popping his ass in the corner somewhere. And it's like, what the hell is going on right now? (laughs) Yeah, but Antoine, here's the thing. Now, granted, I was doing other shit at Duke, so I wasn't there for the whole tournament, but I was there, and you were there for the whole tournament, Antoine, and both of us are active players in Division One or now maybe above, and that didn't stop us from being part of this shit show of a tournament. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this, man. The whole night before, I, I, I miscalculated some stuff. I, I drank way too much the night before, and then... We had too much fun the night before. Yeah, and then I got three hours of sleep, woke up, and then by the time we ate, like once we ate lunch and then went back to playing, I was done. I was done. I was toast. I was like, well, my legs hurt. I'm tired. I got nothing left in the tank. Like, what, one, like five minutes before the game, Andre was drinking like a gallon of milkshake. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we had burgers, fries, and milkshake. And then we were like, oh, shit, we got a game in like two minutes. Yeah, this was like right before the semifinal. We had no concept of like what time we were playing and what time it was. We came from a game. We slowly moved away from there. We took pictures. (laughs) Then we go up to this restaurant that's right by the field and we sit down and we take our sweet time. And then, ah, shit, we start playing in 10 minutes. Oh, uh, let's go. (laughs) I had no energy left. I I think I I had like a third of that milkshake left to go when uh, we said it was five or ten minutes. Yeah. Andre took it to go. He put it in his water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so see, okay, if I can recall one guy, I want uh, we need a quarterback. Should we put Myron in? Like, should we recruit an important quarterback? <laughs> Seems a bit unfair, but why not? Got two Americans on the field. Otherwise, we could recruit, uh, try to recruit Jacob or Phil. Yeah, we can. Jacob, I'm thinking Jacob. Yeah, okay. Michelle. Yeah, there's black football in the uh, in the Olympics uh, in 2024, right? 2028. 2028. 2028. Yes, because that's it's like one of the special events for uh, the Olympics in the U.S. Special Olympics? No. I mean, I mean, okay. So the Olympics, (laughs) every every new place they visit, or like every Olympics, they'll add like a specific sport or some specific sports just for that Olympic tournament. Okay, and then they decide if they're gonna keep it or not. But Mm. flag football is one that's being added when. The Olympics are in the U.S. Yeah, flag football is huge. Yeah, huge. So what's you're the... telling me, like, wheelchair basketball is a permanent sport in the Olympics, but flag football isn't. Well, flag, well, flag football has only really become this huge, this global thing, like in the past what two or three years is is blown up, especially especially on the on the women's side. Seven on seven has always been a thing for like high school. It's like a, it's like the AAU of um, of football for like these high school students to keep you know keep in shape and keep uh, developing uh, in the off season. But yeah, so flag football has really became this like global. Thing. I don't even know how many teams and how many tournaments there are across America. I have one friend, uh, Chelsea. She plays on um, on a flag football team, and they win every single every single tournament they play in. They win. They're always posing with big checks and. And <laughs> yeah, 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 because they're they enter these tournaments where there's prize money in the U.S. Yeah, there's so, a lot so, of that going on. So it's big. So it's, it's huge, and I know it's it's big in Mexico too, right? But but let's all be honest, the U.S. are just gonna 
crush the competition. Oh, I yeah. They're going to fucking blow out everyone. Listen, man. They're going to bring they're gonna bring in all the Olympic sprinters who, who didn't qualify at the U.S. Olympic trials, and they're going to be like, hey, go play wide receiver for the U.S. flag football team, man. They're going to be running. I think they played, like, in high school already, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. So they just – Imagine if they bring in, like, NFL, actual NFL players. No, nah, but they, – They won't. I, so I, I, I have a bit of a problem with this one because – People keep saying that the NFL wants their players to do this and that NFL guys are going to do this. But here, here's my problem with that. I don't think they're the best flag football players in America. You're telling me Tyreek Hill won't this – is, this is – Tell me who's covering DK. Who's covering DK? My man ran a, my man ran a, a 10-3 in 100, uh, untrained for the 100. No, so so here's here's the thing. I don't know shit about what's going on in the flag football scene in the U.S. But what I do know is that they're really fucking good, and some of them will have been on par with I don't know Tyreek and DK and the gang at like high school and college level. But they actually know how to play flag football. They know the rules. They know the tactics. Yep. And they're almost as good of athletes as these NFL guys who think that they're going to be going to the Olympics for flag football. Listen, let's be real. It's Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. America's going to cheat because, one, it's 2028. The Olympics are in America. This is the first time they're introducing flag football as a sport in the Olympics. They're going to win gold yep. and they're going to cheat. We saw win. what happened when the Olympics was in Russia. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they they're gonna cheat to win. So I mean, and it's not even it's not even really cheating to win. They're just gonna use all the their assets correctly. Let's just say that. So Patrick Mahomes will be the quarterback for the. <laughs> no, but, but, the, but see, in basketball, they can't get away with that because on basketball contracts, you got something named the love, for the love of the game clause, where you're allowed okay. to play outside. Like if you see like a couple of guys playing. On the side, like uh, hooping in somewhere, you can play with them because on the you're allowed to do that. But and you NFL, think, and you think you're they're... not allowed to do anything. So, uh, so I guarantee you, probably in, in next year, 2024, they're gonna they're gonna add this clause in there for the love of the game, and then it's gonna be the same thing. So then by 2028, <clears throat> it's gonna be a full thing in all NFL contracts, and then they're gonna get all these they're gonna get all these dudes on the practice squad, who, you know, oh. can go play. Or, or there are going to be NFL guys who are strategically retiring after like the 2026 <laughs> season just to go a full year and a half learning and playing flag football to play in the Olympics. Yeah, hell, they might have Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be like, you know, it's time to dust off the time to dust off the old cleats. <laughs> I'll be so pissed if he goes back to flag and becomes the greatest flag football player of all time. I'll be so pissed. He'll win the is, first ever gold in the gonna, Olympics. Isn't he going to be like 50 when these Olympics are coming? And, and you think that arm can't still pick up a telephone? <laughs> Come on, now, I'm ready. <laughs> I know, but damn. Yeah, so we'll, but we'll see. <clears throat> I'll try to DM and tell him to come to Kekwansta and see what happens. Tom Brady, he'll be like, bro, you don't, unless, unless we're talking $6 million at least on the table, you're, so why are you even DMing me? Yeah, no, or you can't even afford Places. Not not even that would help Antoine. He probably said no to being paid thirty million to play this <laughs> year. Like yeah. why why Thanks. would he come here for anything? The, the, only, love the, of the, only, game. the only athlete that I think the only chance you have to sign anybody who ex NFL play is Cam Newton. Cam Newton. He's he just seems like the type that will but you know what? Just give me the whole city and I'll, I'll come over there. The city is mine. We're changing it to Cam Newtonville. And, uh, if, if Cam Newton ever were to come over here, I'd be uh, I'd be discussing all those special uh, signs he uses for Instagram, where he creates weird letters that yeah, don't he, exist in English but exist in other languages, and he creates these messages that are totally unfucking readable. And I'd have a <laughs> long ass discussion about it with him about what the hell these symbols actually mean. They're just letters. You know you can get you know you can get that as a keyboard, right? To type like that. He made it into a, a keyboard that you can get on like uh iOS and whatever the hell uh Android. Is, is Cam Newton a living proof of CTE? Mm, CTE? No, I don't no, think what? so. No. He, he feels pretty lost. 
He, what do you mean feels pretty lost? My man is operating a, a highly successful podcast right now. What are you talking about? As we meant, it's not hard to operate a podcast. <laughs> but but it, no. is, it, it, is, it isn't too easy to operate a highly successful podcast. Yeah, he has a whole... He with has money a whole... in his, look, I'm, I'm, I'm laying on my bed, holding the mic with my stomach. Yeah. This okay. is not hard. Facts, but, like he, but he's doing it he's doing it where he's actually making millions of dollars from doing it. And then he has a production company. He's operating businesses. He has, he has businesses that he's operating. True. True. That are making millions of dollars. You know know how much money we've made? 10 cents. Zero. 10, 10 crown. Maybe. Have we made that? I don't know. I'm just making, I'm just making up the lowest possible form of money. Andre is holding up a zero. So that means we have made made nothing. We, we, we we have gotten some things. (laughs) With our uh, dear sponsor, but we have not made it. Stuff. They gave us stuff, and they lost a lot of money on that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Oh wait, no. Well, well we're, you know, we made we made a difference in the community. That's what we made. That's you can't put a price on that. Can't put. A we price made on people that. hate us. <laughs> I mean, we, we try, we've tried to put a price on this several times, like pay us money, but listen, <laughs> we've made nothing. No, but I, I, I think there's something to what you said, Antoine, making a difference. I think uh, for, for the people who are highly interested in football in Sweden, yeah. we, we have made a difference. Like, I, re- I remember after that first year we were active aside, people talking to us about how how what we said on the podcast basically became talking points at practice for some of these division one teams. Like what the hell is going on when our podcast is being discussed at practices in Usta, in Malmo, in Stockholm, in fucking everywhere, man. Like people were discussing our stupid ass opinions during practices facts and it's funny because when i was on the bus like going to uh going to away games in, in costa last year um and watching games like watching the girls games and watching some of the guys games just to get like you know notes and shit to talk about on the pod it's funny that all like coaches and players were like oh yeah oh 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 look they're about to score they're about to score you might have to do a thousand push-ups to blow by so everybody <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy that everybody was following it and it, it kind of puts you in a weird place where, like, I felt kind of like weird in Costa, where it's just like, I know, we're, I know, we're gonna have to, I know, I'm gonna have to talk about this game, so I have to be as objective as possible and not put any personal feelings into like what I'm gonna say on the pod. And it, you got to move kind of like diplomatically, where it's just like, okay, I can't, I can't say this, I can say this, I can't say that. So, and they're listening, so it's like they are listening, so it's like I can't even like, uh, nobody's gonna hear this in Costa. No, they're listening, so it's just like. And, and Antoine, should we make a, a bit of a pact as players? Go ahead. <laughs> so what I only discuss my game from like my personal perspective. You only discuss your games from your personal perspective. And no, because no, no, and, people go, people gonna hate me for that. Because like my personal <laughs> perspective, like most people, they don't want to hear that. Because that's not no. They're like, yo, what the? Fuck? Be yo. honest with it. Like, just say like, yeah. I played good. The entire team played shit. That would be that would be like up. that would be my perception every week, whether whether it's true or not. Like I'm gonna be like, oh well, you know. No, so so, so I, I I'm just I'm just thinking here because when we discuss in previews and recaps, we we kind of discuss how the games went. Yeah. Maybe some uh, oh, what could they have done differently, game planning wise, blah blah. We just can't discuss most of that for our own teams like that's, yeah 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 it, it, yeah that's a fact and yeah I, I think i think yeah i think um yeah i think going forward that'll be better I, we can we can make a new segment called story time and then that could be like our the game our games from our perspective so it's like we're only we're not we're not telling with the team we're not discussing strategy we're only discussing what i saw on the field at these moments in time and then blah blah, blah. so yeah i think it'd be good It'll be, it'll be it'll be better that way because I'm writing I'm writing this down in our group chat because uh, we're gonna forget about this. Yeah, because it, it I think we, you naturally want to do it anyway. You naturally want to 
want to to talk about your game and the way that you saw it and in your frustrations but you but you often want to you you bite your tongue a little bit and you hold back and it's just like okay well i can't say this or i i don't want to say this because i know that i'm gonna have to talk or see like the players on my team but if if you if you want to make a pack to keep it 100 hey man <laughs> let's let's get real let's get no, real but, but 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 i think that's definitely a segment that we could do during the season oh, yeah, and sure. But I'm thinking also when we do our uh, game picks of the game we're supposed to be covering, mm. we just don't ever pick our own game ever. Aside can pick a Kihansta game because yeah. yeah, he's not playing. But yeah, but um, <clears throat> nobody cares about my objective opinion anyway. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. They listen to. If if you're listening to the show, then you're listening to everybody's uh, our three opinions on on what's going on. So, for sure, it's it's cold as hell outside. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the I'm excited for the Super Series. Honestly, it looks. Yeah, should, should we get get back into that? We 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 do have eight teams now, which is yeah. really exciting. Uh, something that I'm a bit less excited about is uh, okay. So so I've seen two preliminary schedules now mm-hmm. and i think it's become crystal clear what the sort of overall setup of the series will be we have eight teams everyone will be playing everyone else once so that is a seven game season where you play everyone okay and six teams are making the playoffs okay so only two teams are not making it. That sounds weird. No, nah, that doesn't sound weird. That sounds it sounds because you you have a, what you have is a you have a longer playoffs um series kind of like schedule, and then yeah you can't have because you can't have everybody or, or having a four team uh playoffs is just the semifinal and then a, a final. So there's there's like one more round before it. So that's good. Ah. no so. Uh... I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of this setup because I think it's it's just too many teams making the playoffs. Like it, if you're gonna have a competitive league, I don't think you can send more than half of your teams to the playoffs. I mean, but just think about it. Just think about it from from the overall Super Series standpoint of like it's been every team making the playoffs every year for what the last decade. So no, no, it's been like what five or six years. <laughs> okay, well, a, a long time. Every team has made it to no matter how your season is, has no, gone. no, no, no. no. So, so some years, some years they uh, did not let the fourth place team participate. <laughs> so then, how did so then if there's only four teams, then you're you're eliminating two teams. Oh, oh no, no. Then you have that. Yeah, then you have that one that one weird thing where it's just like oh, okay, uh, the second will play. Place will play yeah. and the one will get a bye week, but yeah, no, no, but but my my big problem with this is that if say that we have say that we have one team that's a real bottom feeder, they go zero and seven. Yeah, we have another team who is like almost as bad. They barely beat the bottom feeder team. They go one and six. The sixth place team. They might have lost to all of the five teams above them, but beaten the two bottom feeder teams. They're sitting at two and five. Welcome to the playoffs. That's how, I mean, listen, <laughs> that's how it's going to be. I mean, look at, look at, look at it last year. Look at it last year. Costa only beat Udebrew. Udebrew lost every game until that last game. Where they beat Costa by exactly the eight points that they needed to get into the playoffs. I I know, but this is the whole thing. We've said the whole time that the Super Series, the regular season, is fucking useless, and we didn't want it that way. And oh, great! At least not all four teams are making it. But why are we sending seventy five percent of the league to the playoffs? Bro, now they, we're sending, that now was we're, exciting. They won the game eight to zero. Now they we're. <laughs> That's now we're still sending 75% of the league to the playoffs. But it's a more exciting playoffs because there's more teams now. <sighs> and 
I mean, if if you're really looking, if you're really looking at the scope of the league, just from the outside looking in, from what teams have done done last year, into without knowing who they signed, without knowing game plans, game strategies, any anything like that, you can look at the league and know who's going to be at the bottom. We all know who's going to be at the bottom. We made a whole episode about this team in our title. <laughs> If you just look at if you're just looking at the league, and Antoine, <laughs> we also said the entire season that this team were playing way below expectations and that they have more talent than that. Facts, facts. But that talent brought that talent equated to nothing. That brought that didn't result in wins. Yes, but if all of that talent remains, they might be better. Yeah, but now you're playing against literally better competition. This is not, you're not playing in division one anymore. You're playing against the big boys and you, you scrape by against one, one of the, one of the teams that beat you, who you had, who you had the biggest beef with in, in Koskuga, they beat you last year and they're still playing in division one. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is, I, I do find it funny that AIK didn't even make the playoffs in Division One. Exactly. They're now appearing in the Super Series. I just from from like the overall yeah scope of things, it just looks like they shouldn't be there. Yeah, I mean, did you guys you guys play AIK last year? You guys beat them, right? Uh, our home game against AIK was the worst game of the season, I think, for everybody involved. Oh, wasn't it like wasn't it like yeah. forty something to fifty something or something like that? No, 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 like fourteen or something like that. Oh, okay, was it like sixteen twelve or some low oh, okay. score with the winning team in the teens? Like that. But to be honest, the the play both teams were bad. The refereeing was bad. Everything was bad that game. Nothing looked good. Okay. And, Os- I mean, and and just to be clear, when Osaid says refereeing, he's mostly talking about, about himself. Him. Yeah, I know. I was about to say yeah, something I was about for sure. <laughs> I developed as a ref. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I no, I, I, I think Osaid was a lot better during the U19 season. So I, I think there's some truth to what Osaid says. Yeah. So so you have... You have... Yeah, but w- okay. So Antoine, what, what was your point about saying that AIK should be last? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you just, if you look at the scope of the league, you know who's going to be at the bottom, and you know who's going to, but like, it makes it more. Nobody knows how good Oslo is going to play uh, in the series. They're like the only, they're like the only question mark. Like, are we putting them in the middle of the pack? Are they, are they competitive enough to be at the top of the series? Are they, or are they just a Norwegian team who, where football in Nor in Norway, no offense to the to the Norwegian teams, like it's a, it's a little bit lower than the level of play here in Sweden. So. No, I don't think that's an offense at all. We've had the Scandinavian Cup for two years now. I don't think, I don't think a single Norwegian team has beaten a single Swedish team once. Oh yeah, facts. True. But there, there have been a few really close games, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As of right now, a Norwegian team has not beaten a Swedish team in the okay. past two seasons. Okay, so the, so all offense, no way. Get better. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But um, but uh, yeah. So we just don't know what they're gonna look like. Um, will they will they compete better with like an AIK with the Limham with the what well, Kwanza? Like I think you guys have the potential to be really good, honestly. Uh, that's not because you guys are, are like you know host on the show. I'm just saying like outside looking in, you you uh, Kwanza and Limham. I don't think you guys are that far off from the Super Series level of competition. So I just think that you guys could compete better with. Uh, super Series teams, uh, so yeah, it's it's a big toss up. It's a big mix up. But if you're AIK being being the lowest of the of the teams in there, and this is just this is just speaking, like being the lowest from last year into the unknown of of next year, it just looks like they'll be at the bottom along with Osla. Uh, I I wouldn't put that on Oslo. Okay. Uh, other what? What? What did, what did you say, Asad? I'm saying, like, how will AIK compare to other teams? Like, they barely scraped by in Division 1. They didn't even make the playoffs in Division 1. They didn't scrape anything. I don't know <laughs> they how they... Like, what do you accept the invite to go up a division? 
Well, because they because they don't want to play against lower. They don't want to play against kids. Like, no, I, no, I, I, I think the reason they accept accepted going up is because they also saw that okay, this is the moment where yeah. more teams are being added. We're not going to be more than maybe one step behind the competition, yeah. and they know that they have kind of the the infrastructure to be there. Like they have. Yeah. They have the numbers and they have the talent to play in the series. For sure, for sure, and that's and that's like the big thing. That's why I like I'm kind of like, that's uh, I'm like kind of shocked that Kaskuga didn't just just take the same thing because whether you want to believe it or not, it's just like if you if you join up if you step up into a high division and you're like worried about being last, it doesn't matter. You're there. You're competing. You're automatically getting better. The appeal of football uh, among your community, uh, your football community, it looks better. You're playing. You're playing against bigger teams, bigger crowds. It's more exciting. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I I, I have a lot of respect for Koskiuga. I like many of the guys there. They're good guys. But would Koskiuga have the commitment to play in the Super Series? Because here's the thing: they had multiple games this past season. Where they traveled on the road with fewer than twenty guys. I mean, that's not they do not trainable. Oh no, but that's they, not. they could not play in the Super Series if they can't put twenty five guys on the roster. But that's not that's not necessarily uh, a, com- a player commitment issue. That's a recruiting issue. You have to recruit. You have to actively be recruiting like good players, players that want to come. Like you know what I mean. I I, I think it is a player commitment issue because well, if you if you have twenty four guys at your home game but sixteen on the next road game, that is a commitment. Yeah, issue. yeah. If yeah, you're true. only playing certain games but not others, then you're not committed to the team. I mean, but if you're committed, all right, let, let, all right. Let's let's say this. All right. Yeah, I agree. It it is a player commitment issue. I, I do agree, but it's just like this. If you start the season off with a 30-man roster, only a 30-man roster, and then you're like, okay, we got 30 guys, and then you're banking on those 30 dudes to be available week after week, it's just not going to happen in Costco because, like, that you can have you can start the season off with a 20-man roster, and then you could show up to a game and be like, why? Whoa, we got like 40 dudes on the sidelines. Like, when when the hell did this happen? So it's crazy. Like, and then and then you have a farmers agreement with the Rebels, and they're like two and a half hours north. So it's just like you have a, this you have this farmers agreement with another team, but you don't even know how many of those dudes are going to come to the games as well. So I don't know. It's just it just looks different from all sides around. But yeah, I agree. They they should be. I mean, they should they should be. They deserve to be in the Super Series more than the AK does, in my opinion. But why doesn't based Kos, on Kos, and Costa have a farmers agreement? It feels like the most like, sense. It feels like bad blood between like down E eighteen. <laughs> That's what that feels like. Or or Urubu and Koskiuga. I know they've uh, that feels like worked. even more bad blood. Yeah, but they. I think I think they've worked. Yeah, they they they've, they've uh, well they've, in the past. I think they've had a. I think they had a youth uh, a youth farmers agreement. Where yes, they it. did. I faced them. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. That would be. That would be. I think that would be. I think you would get more participation if you had a farmers agreement between uh Brew and, and Kosuga. I think I think that that would look that would look better and that would give um that, would, how, give the, that would give the committed guys from Kosuga an opportunity to play. But I, I, d- I doubt how much it would help the other way around them because Urubu they they don't have a huge roster and they don't have a bunch of U19s to bring up and I don't yeah, know so, how much yeah, that would so, so it, it would, but it would benefit them to have like, let's say, like you have sixteen Costco players who are one hundred percent committed to the whole season. That will go, that will go a long way for other blue versus them trying to do this farmers agreement thing with Easter, which is like eight hours away. And it's like you're getting what? How how many players are you actually getting when it, we're in Costco? You can get, you can get more players. Yeah, it it, it would be a more natural arrangement, but. It is what it is. But anyway, Super Series, eight teams. AIK. Yeah. Antoine says AIK are the bottom feeders. <laughs> no, I, 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 it's it's going to be, it's going to be this. Listen, AIK players, I, listen. <laughs> 
this is very this is just uh, this is just the optics looking out we're not saying this is where you're going to be i mean listen we had you guys at number one at the start of last season look how that turned out <laughs> now but, we're putting you away at the bottom so you can end yeah. <laughs> hopefully so but, um but but so we've got aik uh i don't know if they've announced any real news throughout this month no, they, they haven't they keep they're keeping no. everything they, they, yeah. i don't think they i don't think they ever do really anyway no, last year they did a lot of social media stuff uh, in the month of December, but this yeah. this year it seems quiet. So maybe we, yeah, they did the calendar last year. This year they've done shit. Yeah, I, I I think they went overboard last year and promised too much and under delivered. So now they're <laughs> kind of keeping quiet here. Oh, keeping the cards. New closed. year and AIKM is a stem victim. What is that? New Year and AIK is still a victim. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're sorry, guys. We're sorry, guys. We we we, we hope you guys fare well. I'm honest, but uh, but yeah, the, the mids are back. So AIK, we don't know much. The what mids, are... the biddies. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to call them mid. I mean, it was true, but <laughs> uh, how how about the Oslo Vikings? Yeah, I mean. It, we it, don't it, know much about these guys, but it's like you Norwegian can... money is good. They probably have like four Europeans, two Americans, and they just roll with those. Yeah, yeah I, like... I, I think they're going to max out with the imports. I think they're going to try to compete at the top. But yeah. do they have enough homegrown talent to compete? That's the question. I mean, honestly, I mean, with with all the other teams in in Norway, and now with with Oslo stepping up into the Super Series and not playing in Norwegian play. Maybe they'll get some more Norwegian players uh, from other teams that are like, oh, yo, I want to compete against. Is the Scandinavian Cup a thing? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. Okay, so then I... they'll probably so they they could probably recruit more players from other teams in Norway. Just be like, so, yo, Stockholm are still are still going to be playing in the CEFL uh, competition. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's going on. But uh, there's no Scandinavian Cup from what I've seen or heard. Yeah, I mean Stockholm, they're just looking like they're they're recruiting. They, I mean, everybody wants everybody wants to be a champ, man. Everybody wants to ring. They're looking like the Golden State Warriors right now, man. Everybody, everybody I don't wants think Stockholm to... is as strong as they were last year. Uh, we'll see. You know, I I don't I don't think they're gonna have as ginormous of a roster. So maybe they can't provide the entire team for Uplandsbro as well. Yeah, but. <laughs> But the, I think they're still going to be really good this yeah, team, and they should team. they should still be giant favorites. Yeah, they're but, still, they're still but, the reigning champs. So, but they have a new quarterback coming in. They do. Uh, they his do. name is Matteo Renteria. He played in France this past season, and he played four years at the College of Worcester. It sounds made up. It sounds made up. <laughs> I have I haven't figured out what level they're at. Um, I think the, the, any I think, any any school name with the college of whatever that sounds like an NAIA school. What yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is NAIA. So yeah, but that that doesn't really tell us anything. He might be, he might yeah. be fantastic. He might be just all right. I I don't know. <laughs> and I. And I think that can really make a huge difference to to how their season goes. If if he's great, they're probably champions again. If he's just okay or average, then they're they still got the number one receiving court in the country. So yeah, the receiving court. Yeah, and they just they just signed um what's his name? The running back, Casper. Yes, yeah, Casper Vedby coming over from Elbu. Uh, I'm not sure how much of an impact that's gonna have. But I it will be. He's he's better than the running backs that they had last year. I think so. Really yeah. But, but I also I also don't know what the status of Olivo Stett is. The guy who was so freaking good for them in 2022. He was injured last season. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, two 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 strong backs, you know. Yeah, they had a bit of a problem with their running game, but I I'm not sure if that was more running back related or yeah, more was. likely offensive line related because nah, I, it, look, it looked like 
it looked like a little it looked like a little bit of both i think they yeah can, they can both share mm-hmm. uh but but i, I would put more that I, I would say it was like a 60 40 split like 60 percent on on the quality of running back that you had uh maybe being new to that position and you know not developing as, as much as you should but then yeah 40 percent is on the line because you know it is your job to block. So I, I actually think it was it's the other way around. I don't think Stockholm's offensive line has been that good at run blocking. Like they, they they've been a good unit and they've done great in pass pro, but I don't I didn't see too many open running lanes yeah, from I mean, I'm not, last season. I'm not a I'm not a big I'm not a big obviously I don't play on offense I don't play on offensive line, but like what how big of a difference is is it between run blocking and pass blocking? Huge. You can be a, you can be great at one and terrible at the other. Okay. Okay. I mean, I knew you could, but I was like, I mean, how, I mean, you can be mediocre at one, above average in the other. You can be good at one, bad at one. Like, you, and and then there are different types of run blocking too. So maybe maybe they were trying to zone block with uh, guys who aren't good zone blockers. Like, that, yeah. that might be a factor. Well, yeah, just work to your strengths, baby. Do do what you do what you need to do. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're. I mean, this is the first episode of many where we're discussing football. We're finally back on the airways. We're finally back on giving you guys content episodes. So, you know, yeah, man. And yeah, t- Taylor. So I don't really know much about. I know they got a quarterback signing again, but I don't. I don't know if any other major changes are happening there. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's all, you know, it, it, this is the early days of, of off season. You know, a lot of teams are making a lot of moves right now uh, during the signing period. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more signings, more switching of teams, more players going here, there, everywhere. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. I mean, the teams do a very good job on it, on our IGs of um, putting out the news and stuff like that. But in case you miss it, you can always catch it uh, here on the grinders of Europe podcast. You don't say that. <laughs> You're the gridirons of Europe. Uh, no, we, we the Predators, we're, we're making some moves. We'll we'll see where we're at when uh, when we start uh, our outdoor sessions in February. But uh, we're, we're making moves, and uh, yeah. I see a very talented team. Uh, I do. I I see. I see. I I see you guys. You guys looking pretty decent. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You guys look. You guys look like. You guys got um a good system. Uh, you guys got a plan set in place, and you guys. It looks like you guys are just operating off of that. So, we'll uh, see. Limham, I think they look exactly the same as they did last year. <laughs> I was about to say, and, they're, they're pretty well-oiled machines, so I don't think... Yeah, and Limham looking exactly the same is not a slight. Yeah, no, that's... I that's think true. that's a good thing yeah. for them. Uh, I, one, one big thing with both Limham and AIK is that I don't think either have any interest in bringing in imports, which will put them at a bit of a competitive disadvantage. Risky business. But is is the risk worth the reward? It could be. It could be. Maybe. Um, oh, Costa and Old Blue. Costa signed a quarterback, Slade Jarman, I think. He uh, he played in the ELF a bit. Uh, yeah. They did that last year. So, uh, they did that last year with, with two dudes. Like, they'll, they'll bring them in. Uh, they, and they'll have them listed as a quarterback, but Albin will probably be um, quarterback or receiver, depending on what what he wants to do. And then, yeah, well, and then that that quarterback signing will probably be in in another position, and then the backup QB. No, I th- I think they're signing him to be the quarterback. Who Albin? No, no, no. The this guy. Okay. So uh, okay, so Albin will be uh, probably receiver. Yeah, Slade Jarman. He played yes. a few games for Berlin Thunder. So, boys, uh, I need to cut now. I need to go. You guys can send a new link. Oh, but but, but w- w- wait a second here. Will this call cut if Osaid leaves? Yes, I joined. I made the call. Yeah, he made what, the call. What, what, won't the host responsibility just transfer over? No. No, I don't think so. We, may, we can try, but no, finish no. recording. I, 
I, I, I think we should uh, wrap here then. Uh, guys, a pleasure speaking to you guys again. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. Happy, yeah, happy New Year to you guys. Happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, happy New Year. Uh, yeah, you guys will be hearing more of us coming through your phones, and devices uh, in the New Year. So, um, yeah, look forward to it. Oh, we, we've also got to get uh, our uh, second annual award show out. Oh, we do. We've got to get it done. But Osaid's uh, traveling, so we'll see how we figure this out. But if Osaid's not available, let's make it happen, Antoine. All right, sounds good. And for everyone listening, thank you for listening. You'll find us wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. All right, later, boys. <laughs>